0: We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger It's a pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some James Madison swimming and diving as they get set for the Sunbelt Championships coming up next Wednesday through Saturday down in Orlando, Florida, as they wrapped up their regular season last week, uh, I guess almost, I guess a couple weeks ago against Richmond as they won that duel a couple weeks ago. But let's talk to Dane Peterson. He is the head coach of the Dukes. Coach, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, just generally, uh, as you guys have gone through your season, and again, it began all the way back in October and it has gone throughout the winter and, and now wrapped up a couple weeks ago with the regular season, you get set for now a bunch of postseason opportunities. How do you feel like things have gone? Do you feel like you're prepared for the postseason?
1: I think we are. Um, you know, I, I preach to the to the girls to kind of be in the moment and, and try not to get too far ahead of us, so I try to do the same. Um, it, it is a long season, but mentally and kind of from a, um, training standpoint and competition standpoint, it very much is broken up into sections in our minds. Um, a lot of those sections correspond with the, the natural breaks of the school year as too. um, so it, it is a long season, but I do feel like as I look back and of course, hindsight's always 2020. 20, so I'll have a better answer after championships <laughs> and I can really take the time to reflect, as I'm just trying to keep up with everything right now, I do feel like we're in a really good place. I think our training's been at a really high level. i uh, been really happy with some of the changes we made in our, cha- in our training this year. I think it's going to pay off, and obviously the girls' effort has been top-notch.
0: Talk a little bit about that. And, and again, in, in, in all sports, you want to peak at the right time. But, but again, they, obviously in swimming and diving, you want to uh, peak um, as you guys get set for the postseason, and you taper down and do different things like, like that. But talk about some changes that you, that maybe you've done this year in, in your training to get ready for this.
1: Yeah, uh, when me and my assistant kind of sat down in the spring and the summer and kind of looked back, and you know, we do end-of-the-year individual meetings with all of our girls, and you know, we basically on a very, very – minor, you know, basic level, we ask them, what do you think went well? And what do you think didn't? And then you kind of collect and absorb all of that feedback. And then, you know, you, you look ahead and be like, okay, what can we do better? Or what can we give them that maybe we didn't give them enough of or too much and give them less? And so, you know, I think a lot of the changes that we made was really between the Thanksgiving break and the January start back to school. So that that section of, a, of the calendar is kind of crazy when you think about everything that's going on academically and in their lives outside of the pool and then trying to get things done inside the pool and also not overwhelm them or overstress them, knowing that they are going to be stressed. I mean, when you talk about two very extensive holiday breaks and Thanksgiving and Christmas, <laughs> right. you talk about finals week, the week before finals week, which is a lot of times more stressful than finals week, and then also trying to get them to perform at a really high level um, when they're coming to the pool and it's still dark outside and very very cold there's just a lot going on um so we really kind of targeted that area of our season and and to not get too boring with sports science stuff and all that stuff we didn't actually make it easier we actually made it harder but more purposefully harder so that's the best way i can explain it um i also think for our sprint group and then some of our mid group mid distance group um we've really kind of sharpened up how we've done their speed training and kind of started it sooner so that we could have more quality over a longer period of time. And and the response in the water from practice has been really, really good, what we're seeing. So I'm really excited about seeing that pay off in a week. Those trips, the,
0: uh, those are pretty fun and exciting. They're a lot of hard work for the kids, but but that, those are probably good team building um, trips, aren't they?
1: Yes, yes. So since JMU takes about um, three months off for Christmas or at least that's how long it feels to that's, in, that's in season I'm sure. um, you know we can't let them go home that long so to do that, so to kind of distract them, we go to Florida and instead of being in Harrisonburg where it is a ghost town and your winter, winter tumbleweeds are blowing mm-hmm. across campus and you can't see a single person um, it's just kind of, it feels a little empty so to kind of distract them and Keep their spirits high. We go down to Florida. Uh, this year we went longer. We went 10 days, and it was great. Um, just really happy with how they train down there. And it, it's hard. I mean, you're talking about five to six hours of training a day. So we go an hour in the weight room or out of the out of the water on land in the morning. Then they go right into a two-hour water workout. Then we go into another, and then we have another two-hour water workout in the afternoon. So it's about five hours a day, and they do that for about eight, nine days. And it's a lot. It is, there's a big accumulation factor there. Um, but their spirits were awesome. They always are. They do a really, really good job about knowing what's expected of them, but also having fun and keeping it loose. And when you can take them to the beach in between practices, it's amazing <laughs> how much more you get out of them.
0: Uh, I would imagine, no doubt. We're talking to Dane Peterson, the head coach of the JMU Swimming and Diving Team, as they get set for the Sunbelt Championships next Wednesday down in Orlando, Florida. They'll go Wednesday through Saturday. And coach, let's start with your divers a little bit because they've they've dominated the, the Sunbelt honors throughout the entire year. You've had three different girls win Sunbelt Diver of the Week. Um, I know you've you've talked a lot in the past um, just about how well Coach Lee does with them and, and what they're doing, but you've got some talented kids uh, diving, don't don't you right now?
1: Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, having good divers is its a luxury, but there's also a lot that goes into it. I mean, to have good divers, it's just like any other athlete in any other sport. You have to invest. You have to invest time, money, energy, passion, and talent into it. Unfortunately, we have a really, really, really talented, passionate, energetic coach who's been infusing a lot of knowledge and time and energy into them, and it's been really, really fun. Who literally watch their progression through the year? Uh, they were talented before they got here, and you know, twenty some odd weeks later, they're in a much better spot, which is really, really exciting. Um, they've been an asset in our dual meets, and they will definitely be an asset at our championships. Yeah. So having that, and and it's something that I mean, JMU, our program has had a long history of having very successful, very powerful divers who score a lot of points. And it's really nice to have, and it's definitely something we don't take for granted and we appreciate a lot.
0: Yeah, no doubt. We're talking to Dame Peterson, again, the head coach of the Jamie Swimming and Diving team that gets set for the Sunbelt Championships next week. And then in the pool, we'll talk about your kids there. And um, obviously, Jess Print has really stood out. Talk about her, first of all, and just the season. Did you expect her to have the season she's had?
1: I did. Um, you know, we. Changed. We didn't change a lot with her, but last year was maybe a little bit disappointing for her after such a, a pretty outstanding um, first year with us. It was actually her second year at collegiate swimming because she was a transfer from LSU. So her freshman year was at LSU and then her sophomore, junior, and now senior year have been with us. Um, her sophomore year just rewrote our record books, like broke our 200 and IM record, made an NCAA B cut, just was amazing. Um, and then I probably messed her up last year. <laughs> I um, <laughs> probably made some training decisions that didn't pay off. Um, probably, I definitely got in my own way, and more importantly, I got in her way of being the most successful she could. So a little bit of going back to the basics with her, which is just um, she has an amazingly high work rate. Um, she just puts out a high level of hard work for a really, really, really long time. And I know that sounds kind of silly. But in swimming, you're inflicting pain on yourself. It's how long can you tolerate pain. And in her her events, they put out pain for a very, very long time, and she can train at a very, very high level. So um, I just kind of stripped her training down and got back to the basics and just said, let's give her a big workload, a smart workload. Let's cycle it a little bit different, and let's see if we can have better results. And I think um, some of her in-season results may be on paper, don't look as good as maybe in the past but I think from overall standpoint she's in a really good spot to finish out the year strong
0: yeah it seems like it we're talking to Dane Peterson the head coach of the JMU swimming and diving team and you know talk about what what else has been the strength for you has it been your 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 sprinters has it been middle distance has it been your long what's been the strength is it pretty 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 good across the board for the most part
1: I think we're a really well balanced team I do Uh, and that matters (laughs) yeah it does it's really nice I don't when I do our lineup, like, I don't really feel like we have big holes anywhere. In the last couple of years, that wasn't the case. Um, it's always ebbed and flow. I will tell you, I think one of the biggest things is, and you know, we didn't have a big, a big incoming class. We only had four freshmen and then one transfer come in, which that's not a huge class um, for us. But I do think one of the biggest factors that's influenced this year's success is our senior class is really large. And they're also very talented, and they also cover a lot of events. So um, a lot of times, you know, if you only have three or four or five seniors in swimming and diving, you know, they may only represent one or two strokes or maybe three or four events total. Our senior class represents the full gamut. We have sprinters. We have distance swimmers. We have IMers. We have every stroker possible. um, And we have divers. And I think that's created leadership across the whole pool and the diving boards, it also creates a massive chasm for us to fulfill uh, in the recruiting process. But that's <laughs> something I'll worry about next year. Right. Um, but they will leave a massive crater in terms of leadership, talent, and all of that. But I do think having leadership and having so many seniors and having so many talented seniors across all assets and strokes and lanes and diving boards has really helped.
0: Yeah, that leadership. I'm sure that that you just can't you can't coach that, right? They, they, <laughs> it's it seems like a player led team when you've got that that much leadership.
1: It is, it is, and and you know, and I I think I'm sure you've encountered this as every sport kind of finishes yeah. up their season and recognizes seniors. But I mean, this is the class that were freshmen in COVID.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, they know more uncertainty than they ever had, and for our sport specifically, this senior class will have swam in four different conference championships four years in a row. <laughs>
0: That's pretty crazy.
1: <laughs> when you take us, so their freshman year was the year, the last year in the CAA, and then their sophomore year was the year we got kicked out. All right, And then junior year was we went to Sunbelt, but Sunbelt didn't have swimming and diving yet. And now senior year, Sunbelt is sponsoring swimming and diving. So they have known <laughs> – you know, consistency has not been thrown at them <laughs> at all. They have known more uncertainty, more change, and they have handled it with more grace and class and just steadiness and belief in the program and the support structures around them. So it's an, it's, a, it's been, a, they are an amazing class when you look at what they've been through.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. We're going to talk to Dane Peterson, the head coach of the JMU Women's Swimming and Diving Team, as they get set for the Sunbelt Championships coming up next week. And who else has kind of stood out throughout the entire year for you?
1: Um, I think, well, the only team that we have actually competed against is Marshall. Um, We have not seen Georgia Southern or ODU. We saw ODU in a dual meet last year, but, you know, teams can change so drastically. Um, So, you know, it's really going to be fresh faces for us, uh, which is fun. And that's exciting. And our dual meet with Marshall was very, very close and they've been performing very, very well in season. Um, You know, on paper, they're probably better than us um, at least on paper. But I think, the thing that makes this championship the hardest to prognosticate is because there are such fewer teams with there only being four right now, with this being the inception year of Sunbelt swimming and diving, or, you know, the first time they've sponsored it in over a decade, you know, we're kind of building something here. And the Sunbelt conference office has been amazing. Their support, their attention to detail, you know, just asking all the coaches, what do you want? And then making it happen has been awesome. So I really think this is going to be, a championship that grows in teams and talent and all of that. But with there only being four teams kind of in this re-inaugural year, it's really going to make for a close meet because there's not a lot of empty points out there. Um, you can only enter so many events per athlete. You know, each swimmer can only swim thir- or three times individually, um, not counting relays. So that makes for not a lot of empty points. You know, a lot of people are going to be scoring in a lot of events as opposed to, you know, Oh, we're just trying to get into the top 16 to score, um, which is how many places score. But um, so I think it's going to make for a really tight and a really exciting meet. Is, has it been nice, again, and you mentioned
0: you've only had a duel against Marshall and haven't seen the other teams, but has it nice to, to have Sunbelt sponsor swimming and diving? I know we talked about this in the summer when this all came about and, and all, everything like that, and I'm sure this will grow, but is it nice to kind of have, have the backing of the, of the league now?
1: A hundred percent. It's really nice to be under the same roof as all the other, most of the other teams. I mean, I know lacrosse and field hockey are are still affiliates somewhere else, but they do have homes. Um, You do feel like you're kind of part of the party now, as opposed to kind of left (laughs) out a little bit in the celebration. Like it was still really exciting for the athletic department and for us to go to the Sun Belt. But when you don't have that experience, it, it is a little hollow. Um, so that's very nice, and like I said, their support has been phenomenal. I mean, even just something as minimal as our dual meets are on ESPN Plus now instead of Flow Sports, which is like a bad word at JMU <laughs> and everybody who used to have to yes, submit themselves to their product. Um, so, you know, just even little stuff like that, that kind of exposure, like our parents are like, oh, I found your meat. I can't make it because I'm half a country away, but your meat was on, and Kurt was awesome. We know his voice, and everything ran well. You know, just – even stuff like that has been phenomenal.
0: You know, as you've gone throughout the season, have you paid pretty close attention to Marshall ODU, Georgia Southern and their times and kind of where you stack up and kind of the expectations going in?
1: I try not to. <laughs> um, I mean, when we, you know, the, the biggest thing is when you, you know, not everybody on our team can score every, every conference has to be made up of a scoring roster and, and, so when we do that, we kind of take a look at who is where so we can try to maybe identify what events at our cha- um, championships might be stronger, mm-hmm. might have more entrance, but that's really just a due, due process in picking our own team. Same can be said when we're trying to pick events. Like I said, each swimmer can only swim three individual events. Well, we have girls who are very, very versatile who can swim more than that. So to try to pick the best lineup, sometimes we have to look around for the same thing, like who's strong where and maybe where might a better opportunity be. But for the most part, um, professionally, I try not to because I have more than enough to focus on me (laughs) and just in front of me with our 28 girls. But also just kind of personally, like I know myself, um, I can only control what we can control here. So that's what I preach to our girls. So I feel like I have to practice it as well. So all it's going to do is stress me out or worry me or make me think about stuff I can't control. So I really just try to focus on providing the best training for our girls and more than enough that you know I don't get to my to-do list every day just doing that. So I try not to.
0: We're talking to Dane Peterson the head coach of the JMU swimming and diving team that gets set for the Sunbelt Championships coming up next week and you know is it a challenge to put the pieces together on, on which three races this individual is going to going to be in or or trying to, as you were just kind of talking about trying to kind of figure out maybe what's best for for your team
1: is that a challenge? It is. It's a big challenge. Um, it depends on the swimmer. Um, obviously, our divers—they know what events they're going to do. They're going to do one meter. They're going to do three meter. Um, and then, for some swimmers, they their event lineup—you know—their three strongest are very obvious. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's these three, and it's only these three. And then there's probably maybe a third, upwards to a half of our girls, where it, it's hard to pick. You know, and it's it, it you have great choices. And I always tell our girls like. If you're having trouble picking your events, that's a great problem to have because that means you're really good in more than three things. So it, it it's a good problem, but it can still be challenging. Um, and, and to be honest, the, the hardest part of the whole process is really picking a scoring roster. So at our conference championships, we have 20 scoring spots. Um, so a swimmer counts as one scoring spot, but then a diver counts Um, three, one diver counts as a third of a spot. So three divers Mm. equal one scoring spot. So you can take 20 swimmers or 19 swimmers and three divers or 18 swimmers and six divers. And then I'll stop there because my math gets bad. (laughs) But um, So picking that roster, but we get to take everyone. Everyone gets to go. Everyone gets to compete, but only the people on the scoring roster can score points for the championship. So, um, we don't. We have more girls than we have scoring spots, and that's pretty much common for 99% of the teams across the country. So that process of picking who's going to be on the scoring roster and who's not going to be able to—that's the hardest mm, problem. I bet because you're you preach being one team the whole year, and then there comes this decision that we're being forced to make because every conference has scoring spots. It's not a unique to the Sun Belt. Every conference must you know make a scoring roster so that's really the hardest part and it really gets nitty-gritty and down to every (laughs) detail of trying to make the right decision to do right by them
0: yeah i bet no doubt and as again we talked about jess earlier who are some other individuals who have a chance to, to score in multiple events coming up this week this next week
1: um really a lot of our seniors i mentioned them yeah. earlier um there a lot of them are going to be on relays which are also very it's probably some of the most exciting racing and swimming
0: have you been uh, happy with I, your relays just with your veterans being in there and, and being able to, to to put different kids in there have you been happy with your, how your relays have done
1: yeah i mean our relays have been really solid this year i've been really really um excited about them it's been a good mixture Um, I was actually talking with our assistant. You don't have to declare your relays until who's going to be on your relay until the day of, until you actually turn in your relay card. Um, But you pretty much know. And a lot of times going into a championship meet, you're like, oh, okay, maybe it's it's this girl or that girl. Or, okay, it's these six people for these four spots. Or, you know, there is still some uncertainty, and you're just kind of waiting to see how people perform at the meet. Going into this meet, it's one of the first years where it's been pretty – solidified who's going to be in what position. And that's kind of been nice because it takes all that anxiety and unknown out of it. Um, unfortunately for us, a lot of them are seniors. So next year our relays are going to look really, really different. Um, but once again, it's almost like uh, maximize our ability now and take advantage of the people that are here.
0: And then I guess I kind of interrupted you answering the question, but who are some other individuals that, that are, will you think will stand out this, this coming week?
1: Um, well, just in our senior class, Madison Cottrell. Um, you know, her freshman year in the CAA, she was swimmer of the meet. She was rookie swimmer of the year. And then she also won swimmer of the year. Um, she'll be on our medley relay. She'll be on, um, at least one, maybe two of our sprint free relays. So she's one who is massively versatile, like picking events for her can be difficult because she's good in about six or seven or eight of them. Cameron Green's also a senior who will be on relays and be impactful. Sydney deal, another senior, um, on relays, um, sprinter, can do um lots of strokes but we will be in freestyle and backstroke i hate when i start doing this because i know i'm gonna forget something <laughs> i know i put I'm you gonna, on the spot <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah i'm gonna forget people and then when i hang up i'm gonna be like oh, shit, i'm gonna be so pissed <laughs> um um so it those are a lot of the seniors i mean i, I really would ju- you've already mentioned jess you know um y- you know i'd like to highlight our seniors because it's their last go around right. Um, but the cool thing about our senior class, which also include Lauren Almer, Emily Drakopoulos, um, and then Emily Wisniewski on the swimming side, and then Lexi Layman on the on the diving side, the the cool thing is all of them are on our scoring roster, and all of them are going to be impactful. So, um, you know, it it'll be fun, and it'll also be really cool to see them be able to shine in a lot of different places.
0: And I'm guessing your expectation is to is to win that Sun Belt championship, isn't it?
1: I. So this is going to sound like such a coach's answer and such a cop-out. I never have winning a championship as my goal. Um, There's just a lot of variables that we can't control. We just can't control if someone just swims better and dives better than us. So I never want it to be the end-all, be-all of our goal focus because we could have a phenomenal meet, go best times, break records, qualify divers for zones. We can win events. We could do all that and still get second. And I don't want to define our success or failure by a championship. I guess that's a better way to say it. Of course, it is a goal, but it is not the goal. I, I think gotcha. If,
0: Makes sense. If we
1: if we swim and dive to the best of our abilities, if we dive, perform our dives better than they ever have, if our swimmers swim faster than they've ever swam, hopefully all the results and the tangible accolades will come afterwards.
0: Yeah. No question. Should be a lot of fun again next week in Orlando, Florida, Wednesday through Saturday. The Sunbelt Championships will take place, and we'll keep everybody up to date on what's going on with the Dukes as they uh, compete for that Sunbelt title. Coach Peterson, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, and good luck next week.
1: Thank you so much. It was great to be here.